0: This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. Another warm, sticky start to a work day. 71 degrees in Binghamton. The dew point is at 67. Southwest winds at 10 miles an hour. Some relief on the way in the form of showers and thunderstorms. But some of those storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain today and into tonight. 80% chance of precipitation for today with those thunderstorms especially possible this afternoon. A high in the mid-80s. Pennsylvania State Police say a New Jersey man is hospitalized with serious injuries after crashing an all-terrain vehicle in Susquehanna County on Friday evening. Troopers say 61-year-old Robert Macon of Bayonne was traveling on Luther Lester Road at the intersection with Hamlin Road in Forest Township at around a quarter of seven when he failed to negotiate a turn and lost control of the ATV. Authorities say Macon's Yamaha Kodiak overturned and he was thrown from the vehicle. The New Jersey man was airlifted from the scene by the Guthrie Life Flight helicopter. Troopers say he was taken to Guthrie Robert Packer Hospital in SARE for medical treatment. The crash remains under investigation. The news release from the Pennsylvania State Police indicates Macon could be ticketed for operation of the ATV on streets and highways. WMBF First News, time 6.05. While the driver involved in a single-vehicle crash near Cincinnati over the weekend is under the legal drinking age, Cortland County Sheriff's officials say it's believed alcohol played a factor. Deputies say they responded to a report of a pickup truck into a tree at around 11.08 p.m. on Saturday. Authorities say they found the 20-year-old Anthony Bush of German New York was driving the pickup on McFarlane Road when the vehicle left the road and hit the tree. The sheriff's officials report the 20-year-old was alone in the vehicle. At the time of the crash, he was not injured. Investigators say they determined that Bush was driving the truck while he was under the influence of alcohol. Bush was subsequently ticketed and arrested, according to the deputies. Shenango County man is being charged with a misdemeanor count of driving while intoxicated, driving with .08 of 1% or more of alcohol in his system. Bush is also being ticketed for the violation of speed, not reasonable and prudent. Bush was ordered to appear in town of Cincinnati's court next month. WMBF First News Time, 6.07. You don't know what you might find for sale at the great New York State Fair in Syracuse, and not all of it is legal. On Saturday, August 27th, the troopers say they arrested a California man for criminal sale of a controlled substance. The authorities say they arrested 27-year-old Brian Johnston of Elk Grove during an investigation that's being conducted by the New York State Police Violent Gang and Narcotics Team into illicit narcotic sales on the grounds of the state fair. Authorities say they found the California man in possession of 14 grams of cocaine, five ounces of cannabis, and over $3,200. Johnson is charged with felony counts of criminal sale of a controlled substance and criminal possession of a controlled substance with the intent to sell. Johnson was sent to the Onondaga County Justice Center. The Kaepernick Observatory and Science Center in Vestal says it still has openings today for people to donate blood to the American Red Cross. Several blood drives have been held at the observatory on Underwood Road for the past year and a half, but there is still a big need for donors. Today's drive runs from 1 till 6 p.m., and donors will receive a complimentary ticket to come to the observatory for a Friday night viewing through the telescopes. Those who give blood, platelets, or plasma in August are automatically entered for a chance to be one of three lucky winners of a gas gas for a year worth $6,000 plus a $10 e-card to a merchant of the winner's choice. Organizers say the most successful drive at the observatory in the past raised 30 pints of blood, and the hope is to raise even more today. Officials say they've set a goal of 44 units to be collected today. For each pint of blood collected, up to three lives could be saved, and the impact reaches further to family, friends, and others associated with those recipients. For information, you can go to Copernic.org. Well, on the political front today, if you're a fan of those things, you can take a uh, hop on 81 and head down to the Scranton area. President Joe Biden will be pushing for a new ban on assault-style weapons when he talks about his crime prevention plans in Wilkes-Barre. The trip today comes as Democrats and Republicans look for leverage on law enforcement issues ahead of the midterm elections in November. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says Biden will focus his remarks on the importance of making sure we protect our communities. Crime is particularly fraught issue in Pennsylvania, a key swing state where a U.S. Senate seat and the governor's office are both up for grabs. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
3: News Radio 1290,
4: WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, August 30th. At 6.11, you're listening to WNBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Time for an early-morning check on traffic and weather. We have a final update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. Thanks to friend of the program, Val, we now know that the bridge is officially reopened. So, all local traffic will no longer need to seek alternate routes. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at Exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will be closed for approximately 60 days starting yesterday. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. Some work in Johnson City today. Village crews will be milling two inches of asphalt on Columbia Drive from Dale Hill Road west to the intersection of Rose Lane, and on Fairview Street from Reynolds Road to the intersection of Columbia Drive. Traffic will be allowed, but expect timely delays with traffic control. If they can't do that work today, it will be pushed to tomorrow. And tomorrow in Johnson City, on Wren Street between Zoa Avenue and the Dead End, there's going to be milling operations beginning at 6 a.m. All residents need to have vehicles removed from the street by no later than 6 a.m. tomorrow, so please plan your routes accordingly when traveling on these roads. Residents will not have access to their driveways during milling operations. They'll be allowed to park on the street and will have driveway access restored on Wednesday after milling operations are completed at approximately 3 p.m. There's some lane restrictions on I-81 southbound. In in Susquehanna County, I-81 southbound will be closed at mile marker 206 to perform bridge safety inspections. That work started yesterday, runs through tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So there's going to be a lane restriction there. There will also be a lane restriction on Interstate 81 north and southbound between exits 194 in Lackawanna County and exit 206 in Susquehanna County for pothole patching. That work should be wrapping up on Thursday, and the work runs from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Some more problems on i-81 today there will be imminent road closures on 81 north and southbound state route 115 and state route 309 in lackawanna and luzerne counties between 1 pm and 6 pm so i-81 southbound between exit 180 and exit 170 and i-81 northbound between exit 168 and exit 180 and state route 115 north and north cross valley expressway north and State Route 309 North from Wildflower Drive to Exit 4 at Rudder Avenue, and North Cross Valley Expressway South, State Route 309 South from Exit 5, 44 to I-81. Motorists can check conditions on major roadway miles by visiting 511 PA for more information on that work. Around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Eddy River, Powers and Upper Stella Ireland roads. The highway division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right of way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 71 degrees, 87% humidity, and a dew point of 67 degrees. So it's muggy out there this morning. Today showers and thunderstorms likely, and showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 5 p.m. Some of those storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, a high near 84 degrees and an 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m. and a slight chance of showers between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. Some of those storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain as well, some patchy fog after 3 a.m. and a low near 62 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, patchy fog before 9 a.m. Otherwise, mostly sunny, a high near 78 degrees. Maybe some strong winds as well. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 55. Thursday, sunny with a high near 73. And Thursday night, clear with a low near 49 degrees. It's 6.15. You're listening to WMBF.
5: Okay.
4: on WMBF, time for a sports update. Aaron Judge hit his 50th home run of the season, but Shohei Ohtani also went deep during their MVP showdown, and the Los Angeles Angels held off the slumping New York Yankees 4-3. The top two candidates for AL MVP both delivered before a sellout crowd that included plenty of Yankees fans. Ohtani broke a 2-all tie in the fifth inning with his 29th homer, a two-run drive to right-center. Judge connected in the 8th for a 434-foot shot off reliever Ryan Tapera, That made it 4-3. With his parents in the stands, the California-born Slugger became one of 10 players in Major League history with multiple 50 homer seasons. Judge smashed 52 long balls as a rookie in 2017. The Yankees will face off again with the Los Angeles Angels tonight. The Yankees now 78-51, the Angels 56-73. Jamison Tyone taking the mound for the Yanks, a 12-4 record, 389 ERA. For the Angels, Mike Mayers, a 1-0 record, 446 ERA. And no game for the Mets last night, but they'll begin a three-game series at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers on or tonight. The Dodgers, 89-38, and their first in the NL West. The Mets, 82-47. and Andrew Heaney going for the Dodgers, a 2-1 record, 194 ERA. For the Mets, Taiwan Walker, a 10-3 record, 3.38 ERA. No game for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies last night either. They get a home stand kicked off tonight at 6:35 at Marabito Stadium against the Somerset Patriots, the AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. It's a little minor league rivalry matchup. And a couple of really good shortstops going at it. Ronnie Mauricio, of course, for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies one of the Mets' top prospects, and Anthony Volpe, one of the Yankees' top prospects, going for the Somerset Patriots. So that game starts at 6.35. You can listen to it right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.20 with Jacob Wilkins. It's 6.20 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From
6: ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, which was approaching 37,000 on January 3rd, fell back another half percent yesterday. It's barely above 32,000. The S&P lost nearly seven-tenths of one percent Monday. The Nasdaq gave up one percent. Getting paid or making payments may soon be considerably faster. The Federal Reserve next year plans to launch a new electronic payment system called FedNow that could allow for near-instant and around-the-clock funds transfers. There is a limit to the fashion guidelines that Elon Musk may impose on his workers. The National Labor Relations Board tells Tesla that it violated employees' rights by forbidding them to wear shirts bearing pro-union symbols. September hasn't even arrived, but some autumn favorites are back on the menu at Starbucks. The venerable pumpkin spice latte is joined by several other drinks and pumpkin-inspired snacks. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
7: Texting and roll.
4: 622 on WMBF. Now it's time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
3: Gupta.
8: Today, I've got some really niche advice for parents who have kids going into kindergarten this fall. A new study out of Penn State found children this age who got 10 hours or more of sleep a night performed the best in school. Now, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine does recommend that kids ages three to five get 10 to 13 hours of sleep every night but that includes naps. What this new study says is that at least 10 of those hours should be consolidated at night. And maybe by now, your son or daughter is able to make it through the day without a meltdown, doesn't need a nap, and can get all their sleep at night. Try to limit screen time after school, but all screens really should be off at least 30 minutes before bedtime. And I can't stress the importance of a good bedtime consistent routine. Help your kids brush their teeth, take a bath, Read a book, talk quietly, and then lights out. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
2: Do you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores
9: today. Most effective healthcare is patient-focused. Tomorrow's leading healthcare professionals are doing more than meeting patient expectations. At NRC Health, we help you connect with your patients in a deeper way with important insights into what really matters. It's an approach that's transforming the healthcare experience, creating better outcomes for patients and entire healthcare systems. It's time to access the power of human understanding. Start by going deeper at nrchealth.com.
2: News Radio. News Radio
3: 1290 WMBF 626
4: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton is refi- officially reopened after undergoing joint repairs, so no more need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed there. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19 State Route 7 on Interstate 88 will be closed for approximately 60 days starting yesterday. The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. Today in Johnson City, Village crews will be milling two inches of asphalt on Columbia Drive from Dayo Hill Road west to the intersection of Rose Lane and on Fairview Street from Reynolds Road to the intersection of Columbia Drive. Traffic will be allowed, but expect timely delays with traffic control. If they can't complete the milling today due to some weather, well, it'll be pushed back to tomorrow. Also in Johnson City, Wren Street between Zoa Avenue and the Dead End is scheduled for milling operations beginning at 6 a.m. tomorrow. All residents need to have vehicles removed from the street by no later than 6 a.m. tomorrow, so please plan your routes accordingly when traveling on these roads. Residents will not have access to their driveways during milling operations. They'll be allowed to park on the street and will have driveway access restored on Wednesday after milling operations are completed at approximately 3 p.m. There's going to be a lane restriction on Interstate 81 southbound beginning at mile marker 206 in Susquehanna County to perform bridge safety inspections. That work started on Monday and runs through tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. daily. There will also be lane restrictions on 81 north and southbound between exits 194 in Lackawanna County and 206 in Susquehanna County to perform pothole patching. That work should wrap up on Thursday. and The work runs from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Will also be imminent road closures on interstate 81 north and southbound state route 115 and state route 309 in Lackawanna and Luzerne counties between 1 p.m to 6 p.m those road closures will be on i-81 southbound between exit 180 and exit 170 i-81 northbound between exit 168 and exits 180. state route 115 north and North Cross Valley Expressway North, State Route 309 North, from Wildflower Drive to Exit 4 at Rudder Avenue, and North Cross Valley Expressway South, State Route 309 South, from Exit 544 to I-81. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, right now about 71 degrees, 87% humidity and a dew point of 67 degrees, so well into that muggy range. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 4 p.m. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, A high near 79, winds as high as 21 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms before midnight, then a chance of showers between midnight and 1 a.m., some patchy fog after 2 a.m., a low near 60 degrees, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny, a high near 74 degrees. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. Thursday, sunny with a high near 69, and Thursday night, clear with a low near 48 degrees. At 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. Are you watching- 631 on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update.
7: Entertainment News. Here's something you don't see all the time these days. TV ratings going up. We play an ugly game. First for the new Game of Thrones spin-off House of the Dragon, which set a record in its debut a week ago Sunday. This past Sunday, second episode was up 2% to 10.2 million viewers. And the VMA goes too! And Sunday night's MTV Video Music Awards also up over last year, a 3% gain in audience to 3.9 million viewers. Out today, Steve Carell is a psychotherapist taken hostage by a serial killer in The Therapist.
10: successful therapist. Be, requires a
7: safe environment without anything like fear hanging over every session. Donald Gleason co-stars, two episodes out now on Hulu. You know Harry Styles setting a record with the single As It Was, which is number one again on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. Its fifth return to number one. No song has ever done that. And actress and producer Cameron Diaz is 50 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Hi, folks.
0: This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning, another muggy start to another day. 71 degrees in Binghamton with a dew point at 67. 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms for today. Some storms could pack some gusty winds and heavy rain and a high today into the mid-80s. 20-year-old who opened fire in a Bend, Oregon supermarket killing two before he turned the gun on himself was a loner who was known for getting into fights at the high school where he graduated in 2020. A former classmate says the shooting suspect, Ethan Blair Miller, quote, tried to fight quite literally everybody at Mountain View High School and once learned to shoot a student after a school fight. Police say they are investigating reports. The gunman posted his plans on social media before the Sunday shooting and wanted to attack his alma mater next week but grew impatient. The senior Secret Service official, whose name was at the center of the controversy during the January 6th hearings, has retired.
7: Tony Ornato's name front and center in the January 6th hearings as former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testified that Ornato told her former President Trump lunged at another Secret Service agent and grabbed the steering wheel when they refused to take him to the Capitol the day of the riot. said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Renato himself did not testify before retiring. He was with the agency for 25 years and served as a political advisor for Trump. Lionel Moyes, ABC News.
1: Asian stocks are mixed after Wall Street fell during last week's Federal Reserve pledge to fight inflation by keeping interest rates elevated. Shanghai and Hong Kong fell today while Tokyo and South Korea advanced. Oil prices retreated. Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 index lost 0.7 percent Monday, adding to last week's losses. Stocks tumbled after Fed Chair Jerome Powell indicated Friday the U.S. Central Bank will stick to a strategy of rate hikes to cool inflation that's running at multi-decade highs. That appeared to quiet speculation the Fed might ease off due to signs that economic activity is cooling. WMBF, First News Time, 635. As Attorney General, Josh Shapiro went to court repeatedly to defend Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's administration against legal challenges to his pandemic-era mandates and shutdowns. Now, as he's running to succeed Wolfe as governor, Shapiro says he's against some of those same COVID-19 containment measures his fellow Democrat used to help manage the nation's worst pandemic in over a century. On the campaign trail, Shapiro's Republican opponent, Doug Mastriano, makes Wolf's COVID-19 policies and Shapiro's defense of them a source of derision. It's unusual, if not unprecedented, for a Democrat to go against some of the core measures that governors used to contain the pandemic. WMBF First News Time, 636 Police say a teenager drowned in a lake in Sullivan County, New York, and his sister and uncle are in critical condition after trying to save him. New York State police say 18-year-old Basir Amin of Queens was swimming in White Lake in Sullivan County at 2 p.m. Sunday when he began to struggle. Police say the teen's 21-year-old sister, Nashrin Amin, and their 34-year-old uncle, Alfred Hadir, tried to help Bashir, but all three went under the water The three were pulled from the water by the Bethel Fire Department divers and taken to a hospital. Bashir Amin was pronounced dead. The other two are in critical condition. Broome County prosecutors are reporting two convicted drug felons are headed to New York State Prison. 47-year-old Gregory Jackson of the Bronx has been sentenced to three years after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance for possessing cocaine and fentanyl he intended to sell this past March. While 44-year-old Michael Carley of Johnson City and South Carolina pleaded guilty to felony drug possession after a traffic stop in vestal in january and the upcoming luma lights festival is causing a parking issue downtown again this year as part of the state street parking garage is again serving as a stage for the projection art next weekend the two lowest levels are closed and level b will be closed as of thursday it's six thirty-seven. where news breaks first news radio twelve ninety WMBF wmbf wmbf.com and 92.1 fm you wash your hands
4: on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, joined by Kathy White. It's a quiet morning here in Binghamton, New York. (laughs) Okay. It's hot. It's hot outside again.
1: Well, the storms... We had some storms that popped up. Kind of a surprise yesterday afternoon. I want to say around 5.30-ish. They went... They, they really, it was some pretty intense stuff over in the Elmira area. Uh, Chemung County again creeping into Owego, but it kind of fizzled out before it even reached Broome County. I didn't some say the, I
4: didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah, we had we had the, the what we call the EAS, the emergency alert system, went off with um, some of those storms that were, were popping through. They went by pretty fast. I didn't see that there was any real major issues as far as power outages or anything like that. But they were just such a narrow group and like I said that fizzled out and pulled a little to the north before it even got to um, to pretty much most of Broome County It was supposed to hit around the Ithaca area around s- six o'clock or so I think
4: hmm. I must have I, I must have missed it because I was so busy being locked in at the gym uh-huh I did it day one it's behind me <laughs> It's the hardest day right getting myself to actually get up and go to no, the gym? No, I
1: don't think the first day is the hardest day. I think it's once you get... Yeah, I've done it for a week. And I've been good, so I'll skip it this time.
4: No. You know, I, I went all the way home yesterday and I thought, you know what, like, there there's very little chance of me actually going to the gym tomorrow if I don't go today. Now that I've put it out there, I've put it out and people have heard me, now they're gonna be disappointed if I don't stick to my commitments. So I Used the WMBF listenership against my own brain, and it worked. I went to the gym. Successful day.
1: Five minutes or?
4: <laughs> no, I stayed there for like an hour. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Once once I get there, I'm good. And today, I'm actually not sore today, but I feel like that's more that my body is in a little bit of shock, where it's like, it's. Were you like running for your life yesterday? Were you in imminent danger? Like. Are you still in imminent danger? Because we'll help you out here, and then tomorrow when it realizes, oh, no, you were just exercising, I'm going to be coming in on crutches tomorrow. I won't <laughs> be able to move. But now I'm going to try to go again today. We'll see. I'll see if I can get into a little bit of a rhythm. Well,
1: one thing that's nice is the gyms are air conditioned.
4: <laughs> it is air conditioned. That is nice, because I, I get, as you know, way overheated very quickly, which has been a problem for me in this studio when our air conditioning is out. When by the end of the three-hour show at our 8.30 chit-chat, I'm like borderline delirious because I've just been sitting in here sweating for two and a half hours.
1: When I go out to events and things like that, I always get people going, are you all right? Because I get bright red. It's just I yeah, just get very
4: red. Well, that happened warm. to me when I went to Porch Fest because I, I went to take pictures and, you know, see all the porches. Oh, that reminds me. I've got another
1: it. picture for you. Um, our former, One of our former Sparkies, that's what we call all engineers here, one of our former sparkies um, is, plays fiddle in one of the bands
4: and he sent me pictures of his band. That I used to play the fiddle.
1: He plays, and I don't know if there's like banjos and things like that in the band as well, but they're, they're kind of like a folksy type thing that yeah. one of his little things that he does. So I'll get, I, he sent me the picture. I'll forward it to you.
4: Yeah. I'll definitely ask see that. Yeah, Hi I know, Gary.
1: I know Gary listens.
4: <laughs> yeah. I went to, I went to porch fest and I was there for like an hour and I was wearing jeans. And I was supposed to meet up with my younger cousin and her boyfriend. And I just lied and said, I'm sorry, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm on my way, though. Drove all the way home, put on shorts, drove all the way back because I was just I was sweating so much. It was hot. It was hot at Porch Fest.
1: And, And it was hot yesterday for people that went up to the New York State Fair. I noticed a few people who did. They said it just it was really really oppressive, and when they got home, the first thing they wanted to do was hop in the shower. It shouldn't be quite so bad for Syracuse for today if everyone's popping up on uh, Interstate 81 going up to the fair. It should be a fairly good day for that. So.
4: Oh yeah, I'm looking at I have Thursday circled on my calendar because Are you it's going? under 70. Do, no, 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 I'm not going all the way up there. Uh, all the but way, I,
1: it's an hour.
4: Yeah, that's all the way up there to me. That's a long trip. I drive like 10 minutes to and from the studio every morning. Anything more than half an hour is like, Phew, I, I better stop for gas. I better get water, get snacks. It's, this is a road trip. <laughs> it's a but yeah. Hour. No, I have Thursday circled as the first day that I can remember where it's going to be under 70 degrees. Hopefully. The
1: overnight low on Thursday night is supposed to be in the upper 40s.
4: I love it. I might open my window and not that's use my air conditioner for a for night. Me. That's a little chilly.
1: But there you go. Well, lots of stuff to do, so... Yep.
4: 643. You're listening to WMBF. The country... news radio.
3: 1290. WMBF.
4: 645 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton is officially reopened after undergoing joint repairs, so... You will no longer need to seek alternate routes while that road is closed. The Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at Exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will be closed for approximately 60 days as of yesterday. To facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges, a variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to Exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. Today in Johnson City, Village crews will be milling 2 inches of asphalt on Columbia Drive from Deo Hill Road west to the intersection of Rose Lane and on Fairview Street from Reynolds Road to the intersection of Columbia Drive. Traffic will be allowed, but expect timely delays with traffic control. If they are unable to start or complete the milling operations today, the operation will be pushed to tomorrow. Also in Johnson City, on Wren Street between Zoa Avenue and the Dead End is is scheduled for milling operations beginning at 6 a.m. tomorrow. All residents need to have their vehicles removed from the street by no later than 6 a.m. tomorrow, so please plan your routes accordingly when traveling on these roadways. Residents will not have access to their driveways during milling operations. They'll be allowed to park on the street and will have driveway access restored tomorrow after milling operations are completed at approximately 3 p.m. In Susquehanna County, there will be a lane restriction on Interstate 81 southbound beginning at mile marker 206 to perform bridge safety inspections. That work should run through tomorrow, and it runs daily from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. There will also be lane restrictions on Interstate 81 north and southbound between exits 194 in Lackawanna County and 206 in Susquehanna County to perform pothole patching. That work should run through Thursday, September 1st, daily between 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. And today there will be imminent road closures on Interstate 81 north and southbound, State Route 115 and State Route 309 in Lackawanna and Luzerne counties between 1.30 and 6.00 PM. Interstate 81 southbound between exit 180 and exit 170. We'll have some road closures. As will I-81 northbound between exits 168 and exit 180 and State Route 115 north and North Cross Valley Expressway north State Route 309 north from Wildflower Drive to Exit 4 at Rudder Avenue, and North Cross Valley Expressway South State Route 309 south from Exit 540 Fort to I-81. Around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The highway division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways. And mowing will continue on the right of way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 71 degrees, 87% humidity and a dew point of 67 degrees. So it's pretty muggy out there this morning. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 5 p.m., a high near 79 degrees. Could be some strong rain and wind with gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms before midnight, then a chance of showers between midnight and 1 a.m., patchy fog after 2 a.m., a low near 60 degrees and an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny, a high near 74. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 69. Thursday night, clear with a low near 48 degrees. It's 6:49. You're listening to WMBF. Yeah, just.
11: 6:50
4: on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando.
10: We've all heard stories of people hiking, getting lost, and in another emergency situation, tragically dying because they had no cell phone signal to call for help. Very soon, the smartphone we carry around will use satellite technology that promises a cell phone signal anywhere. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. There are about 500,000 square miles in the United States. That have absolutely no cell phone signals from any carrier. Enter satellite based mobile services, or as long as you have a view of the sky, you can call or text. Satellite phone service is not meant to replace your carrier, it works side by side your current plan. T Mobile is the first company to announce a deal with Elon Musk SpaceX, scheduled to launch next year. And look for a big push on September 7th. That's when Apple announces its new iPhones so that will also have a way to use satellites to have a signal anywhere. Get more tech news and tips with my longer daily podcast. It's called Kim Commando today. Here's a question. Is there anything that matters more than the safety of you and your loved ones? Of course not. So isn't it strange then that many home security companies don't act that way? This is why I use and trust Simply Safe home security. Their advanced security technology helps me sleep at night and they always put me and my family's safety first. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safes agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Simply Safes monitoring agents truly care about your well-being and are highly trained to help keep you calm and safe during stressful situations. Simply Safes customer first policies make sure you're taken care of with affordable plans starting at less than a dollar a day, because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at SimpliSafeKim.com. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at SimpliSafeKim.com at SimpliSafeKim.com. Are you watching? 6.53
4: on WMBF, time for a check on sports. Aaron Judge hit his 50th home run of the season, but Shohei Ohtani also went deep during their MVP showdown, and the Los Angeles Angels held off the slumping New York Yankees 4-3. The top two candidates for AL MVP both delivered before a sellout crowd that included plenty of Yankee fans. Ohtani broke a 2-all tie in the fifth inning with his 29th homer, a two-run drive to right center field, Judge connected in the 8th for a 434-foot shot off reliever Ryan Tapera that made it a 4-3 game. Unfortunately, the Yankees didn't score any more runs after that. With his parents in the stands, the California-born Slugger became one of 10 players in Major League history with multiple 50 homer seasons. Judge smashed 52 long balls as a rookie in 2017. The Yankees will take on the Los Angeles Angels again tonight. The Yankees now 78-51. The Angels 56-73. On the mound for the Yankees, Jameson Tyone, a 12-4 record, 389 ERA. For the Angels, Mike Mayers, a 1-0 record, 446 ERA. No game for the Mets last night. But tonight they'll begin a three-game series at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Going for the Dodgers tonight, Andrew Heaney, a two and one record, one ninety four ERA for the Mets. Taiwan Walker, a ten and three record, three thirty eight ERA. Currently, the two best teams in the National League right now: the Dodgers, eighty nine and thirty eight, and the Mets, eighty two and forty seven. No game for the Rumble Ponies last night either. They'll take on the Somerset Patriots starting tonight at six thirty five at Morabito Stadium. You can listen to that game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6-20 with Jacob Wilkins. Should be a good series. The Somerset Patriots, the AA affiliate of the rival New York Yankees. So a little minor league rivalry matchup. Of course, the Patriots, 73 and 46, having a really good season, the Rumble Ponies only 48 and 71, not quite as good a season. But a cool matchup between top shortstop prospects, Anthony Volpe and Ronnie Mauricio. Definitely something to keep an eye on this week. Good chance to get out to Moravido Stadium. Watch the future of New York baseball before people know about them. Other sports news, Serena Williams has won her match in the first round of the U.S. Open. Williams beat Donka Kovinic 6-3 and 6-3 under the lights in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Williams is a 23-time Grand Slam champion who turns 41 next month and has said she is ready to move on from her playing days. After her victory last night, Williams said she has been intentionally vague about whether the U.S. Open will be her last tournament and wants to keep it that way. She'll play again Wednesday in the second round of singles against number 2 seed Annette Kontivate. And San Diego State football coach Brady Hoke says he didn't know star punter Matt Areza of the Buffalo Bills had been accused of participating in the gang rape of a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party in October until a civil lawsuit was filed last week. The school administration delayed a campus-led inquiry into the alleged gang rape at the request of the San Diego Police Department. Hoke's boss, Athletic Director John David Wicker, defended that decision. Wicker initially read a prepared statement and then walked out of a news conference when asked repeatedly about the alleged rape. But after several minutes, he returned and took questions. And St. Louis Cardinals slugger Albert Pujols Pujols has tagged his Major League record 450th different pitcher for a home run, connecting off Cincinnati left-hander Ross Detweiler. Pujols hit his 694th home run overall and broke Barry Bonds' mark for most pitchers as long ball victims. Bonds leads the all-time home run list with 600, or 762, followed by Hank Aaron, 755, and Babe Ruth, 714, and Alex Rodriguez at 696. The 42-year-old Pujols lined a two-run opposite field drive to right field off Detweiler in the third inning at Great American Ballpark. Pujols' 15th homer gave the NL Central leading Cardinals an 8-0 lead. So, coming to the close of a storied career for Albert Pujols. Doubt he plays next season. Doubt he gets to that 700 home run marks. But there are worse things than ending up fifth on the all-time list of home run hitters. At 6.58, you're listening to WMBF. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the
2: National Butt-Out Finals. AJ Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with AJ. Lori?
0: AJ, how did you get your butt out so quick?
2: Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. This is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM. W221 EJ Binghamton A Town Square media station News Radio
3: 1290
4: WNBF Closing out hour number one of First News with myself James Kelly alongside Kathy White We've got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show But ABC News up next
0: This is WNBF First News Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 7.04. We've dropped a degree, but not the dew point. 70 right now. The dew point still at 67. Looking for an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms to develop today, and a high in the mid-80s. Pennsylvania State Police say a New Jersey man is hospitalized with serious injuries after crashing an all-terrain vehicle in Susquehanna County on Friday evening. Troopers say the 61-year-old Robert Macon of Bayonne was driving the ATV south at around quarter of seven when he failed to negotiate a turn on Hamlin Road at the intersection of the, at the intersection of Hamlin Road and Lester Road in Forest Lake Township, and the ATV overturned. Macon was thrown from the vehicle. It's not known if he was wearing a helmet. New Jersey man was airlifted from the scene by the Guthrie Life Flight helicopter. Troopers say he was taken to Guthrie Robert Packer Hospital in Sayre. The crash remains under investigation. The news released from the state police indicates that Macon could be ticketed for operation of that ATV on streets and highways. While the driver involved in a single vehicle crash near Cincinnati's over the weekend is under the legal drinking age, Cortland County Sheriff's officials say it's believed alcohol played a factor. Deputies say they responded to a report of a pickup truck into a tree at around a little bit after 11 p.m. on Saturday. The authorities say they found that 20-year-old Anthony Bush of German, New York, was driving the pickup on McFarland Road when the vehicle left the road and hit the tree. The sheriff's office reports the 20-year-old was alone in the pickup at the time of the crash and he was not injured. Investigators say they determined Bush was driving the truck while under the influence of alcohol. He was subsequently arrested and ticketed. According to the deputies, the Shenango County man is being charged with misdemeanor DWI as well as being ticketed for the violation of speed not reasonable and prudent. The Bush had been ordered to appear in the town of Cincinnati's court next week. You don't know what you might find for sale at the Great New York State Fair in Syracuse, and apparently not all of it is legal. On Saturday, troopers say they arrested a California man for criminal sale of a controlled substance. The authorities say they arrested 27-year-old Brian Johnson of Elk Grove during an investigation that's being conducted by the New York State Police Violent Gang and Narcotics Team into illicit narcotic sales on the grounds of the state fair. The authorities say they found the California man in possession of 14 grams of cocaine, 5 ounces of cannabis, and over $3,200. Johnston is charged with felony counts of criminal sale of a controlled substance and criminal possession of a controlled substance with the intent to sell. Johnston was sent to the Onondaga County Justice Center. The Kaepernick Observatory and Science Center in Vestal says it still has openings today for people to donate blood to the American Red Cross. Several blood drives have been held at the observatory on Underwood Road for the past year and a half, but there is still a big need for donors. Today's drive runs from 1 to 6 p.m., and donors will receive a complimentary ticket to come to the observatory for a Friday night viewing through the telescopes. Those who give blood, platelets or plasma in August are automatically entered for a chance to be one of 3 winners of gas for a year worth 3 worth $6,000 plus a $10 e-card to a merchant of the winner's choice. Organizers say the most successful drive at the observatory in the past raised thirty pints of blood, and the hope is to raise even more today. Officials say they have set a goal of forty four units to be collected. For each pint of blood collected, up to three lives can be saved, and the impact reaches further to family, friends, and others associated with those recipients. For information and go to Copernic.org. WMBF News Time seven hundred eight. Are there wolves hunting and howling in the northeast again? More than a century after they were rooted out of the region, advocates say a recent DNA analysis shows a strapping canine shot by a coyote hunter west of Albany in New York last winter was actually a wolf. Not everyone is convinced. State wildlife officials say there is no evidence wild wolves are back in the region, although some concede the possibility of scattered lone wolves exists. New York environmental officials say a separate DNA analysis they commissioned determined the animal was most closely identified as an eastern coyote. More tests are being done. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
4: Green Bull. News Radio
3: 1290, WNBF.
4: 710 on WNBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It's now reopened to traffic after undergoing joint repairs. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at Exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will close for approximately 60 days, starting yesterday, to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City today, Village crews will be milling two inches of asphalt on Columbia Drive from Deo Hill Road West to the intersection of Rose Lane and on Fairview Street from Reynolds Road to the intersection of Columbia Drive. Traffic will be allowed, but expect timely delays with traffic control. If they can't start or complete the milling operations today, the operation will be pushed to tomorrow. Also in Johnson City, on Wren Street between Zoa Avenue and the Dead End, there's going to be milling operations beginning at 6 a.m. tomorrow. All residents need to have vehicles removed from the street by no later than 6 a.m. tomorrow, so please plan your routes accordingly when traveling on these roads. Residents will not have access to their driveways during milling operations. They'll be allowed to park on the street and will have driveway access restored on Wednesday after milling operations are completed at approximately 3 p.m. In Susquehanna County there will be a lane restriction on Interstate 81 southbound beginning at mile marker 206 to perform bridge safety inspections. That will run through tomorrow and the work runs from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. daily. There will also be lane restrictions on 81 north and southbound between exits 194 in Lackawanna County and 206 in Susquehanna County to perform pothole patching. That work will run through Thursday, September 1st between 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. daily. And today there will be imminent road closures on Interstate 81 north and southbound, State Route 115 and State Route 309 in Lackawanna and Luzerne counties between 1.30 and 6 p.m. Those closures are as follows, I-81 southbound between exit 180 and exit 170, I-81 northbound between exit 168 and exit 180, State Route 115 north and North Cross Valley Expressway north, State Route 309 North from Wildflower Drive to Exit 4 at Rudder Avenue. And North Cross Valley Expressway South, State Route 309 South from Exit 540 Fort to I-81. Around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland roads. The highway division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways and mowing will continue on the right of way along the county roadway system national weather service forecast for downtown binghamton right now about 70 degrees a few clouds out there 90 percent humidity and a dew point of 67 degrees so it feels pretty muggy out there today showers and thunderstorms likely then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 5 p.m a high near 79 degrees, winds can gust as high as 21 miles per hour and an 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms before midnight, then a chance of showers between midnight and 1 a.m., a low near 60 degrees, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 74. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 69. Thursday night, clear with a low near 48 degrees. It's 7.14. You're listening to WMBF. Hi.
11: 7.17
4: on WMBF Time for a check on sports Aaron Judge hit his 50th home run of the season But Shohei Otani also went deep during their MVP showdown And the Los Angeles Angels held off the slumping New York Yankees 4-3 the top two candidates for AL MVP both delivered before a sellout crowd that included plenty of Yankee fans. Otani broke a 2-all tie in the fifth inning with his 29th homer, a two-run drive to right-center field. and Judge connected in the eighth for a 434-foot shot off reliever Ryan Tapera That made it a 4-3 game. With his parents in the stands, the California-born slugger became one of 10 players in Major League history with multiple 50-homer seasons. Judge smashed 52 long balls as a rookie in 2017. Yankees and Angels face off again tonight at 9:38. The Yankees now 78-51. and 51. The Angels 56-73. and 73. On the mound for the Yankees, Jameson Tyone. 12-4 record, 389 ERA. For the Angels, Mike Mayers. A 1-0 record, 446 ERA. No game for the Mets last night. They'll begin a three-game series at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers tonight at 7-10. The Dodgers, 89-38, the best record in Major League Baseball. The Mets, 82-47, and second-best record in the National League. The two top National League teams facing off in a three-game set. For the Dodgers, Andrew Heaney, a 2-1 record, 194 ERA. For the Mets, Taiwan Walker, a 10-3 record, 338 ERA. No game for the binghamton rumble ponies last night either they're back in action tonight at marabado stadium against the somerset patriots the double-a affiliate of the new york yankees game starts at 6 35 pre-game starts on wmbf at 6:20. should be a good series maybe not an overly competitive series as the somerset patriots are 73 and 46 this year the binghamton rumble ponies just 48 and 71 But a cool matchup between two top shortstop prospects, Ronnie Mauricio for the Rumble Ponies and Anthony Volpe for the Somerset Patriots. And a little minor league rivalry game. Other sports stories, Serena Williams has won her match in the first round of the US Open. Williams beat Donka Kovinic 6-3 and 6-3 under the lights in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Williams is a 23 Grand Slam champion who turns 41 next month, and has said she is ready to move on from her playing days. After a victory Monday night, Williams said she has been intentionally vague about whether the U.S. Open will be her last tournament and wants to keep it that way. She'll play again Wednesday in the second round of singles against number 2 seed Annette Kontavite. 7.20 on WMBF. That's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now.
6: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, which was approaching 37,000 on January 3rd, fell back another half percent yesterday. It's barely above 32,000. The S&P lost nearly seven-tenths of one percent. Monday, the Nasdaq gave up one percent. Getting paid or making payments may soon be considerably faster. The Federal Reserve next year plans to launch a new electronic payment system called FedNow that could allow for near-instant and around-the-clock funds transfers. There is a limit to the fashion guidelines that Elon Musk may impose on his workers. The National Labor Relations Board tells Tesla that it violated employees' rights by forbidding them to wear shirts bearing pro-union symbols. September hasn't even arrived, but some autumn favorites are back on the menu at Starbucks. The venerable pumpkin spice latte is joined by several other drinks and pumpkin-inspired snacks. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
12: Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it. And that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
2: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
4: 722 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Now
9: your Political Insights from ABC News. President Biden today traveling to his Pennsylvania home state to talk crime and funding police. Plans to call out Republicans for what Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says is hypocrisy.
10: He will say
8: that you can't propose defunding the FBI or defund the mob that stormed the Capitol and attacked and assaulted police officers on January 6th and and be pro police
9: Republican Congressman Jim Jordan sending a letter to the Justice Department's Inspector General demanding details on the decision to help the FBI with seizing U.S. Representative Perry's personal cell phone. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre again saying the president will not comment on any aspect of the Trump classified documents and that he's letting independent agencies work on what, if any, damage their handling may have done.
8: The president hasn't been briefed on any of this.
9: Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News.
2: Providing you
0: with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
4: It's seven twenty-four on WNBF. We're now joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill with the best jingle in the game. How's it going, Karen? Pretty good. How about you, Joe? Oh, another week, another week. Just trying to get through mm-hmm. the hot weather, get into that fall weather.
5: Oh, well, we're going to see it, I think. On thursday right
4: yeah, yeah i've got it i've got it yeah. marked down on my calendar here
5: <laughs> oh well you can always go to starbucks and start drinking your pumpkin lattes and that'll put you in the fall mood
4: oh uh, karen i'm from long island i am a strictly strictly duncan person
5: <clears throat> oh interesting well i like Dunkin' coffee
4: yeah i'm you know I've, but it's- i'm a novice coffee drinker too but duncan is is where it's at for me that's a long island mm-hmm. thing we're, we're not as big on starbucks as the People might think we're not as basic as that.
5: <laughs> basic, okay.
4: <laughs> so we got a little preview for what we're going to be talking about tomorrow.
5: Mm-hmm, you bet. So we're going to talk about the market. We're going to talk about people that uh, responded to this um, query by the uh, New York Times, uh, and it was, it was a while ago, but it was it was an interesting, interesting article, and it was six ways to cope. In this market and of course as we both know James and all our listeners the market is still up and down and up and down it's all over the place and we're just approaching September and September is typically a very volatile time in the market so <clears throat> the New York Times was really interesting you know sent out to the readers all around the world you know send in to us what's your you know what's your situation or you know what what do you care about? How are you going to manage this market volatility if you're thinking about retiring? And how old are you and, and how is that affecting your portfolio and so on? And so it, the responses and the age groups that they chose I thought were quite interesting. So we've got, you know, a doctor in her 40s, uh, someone in their um, 70s, someone 69, 54. So we're going to go <clears> – <throat> through that just a little bit because it's a good snapshot of, you know, basically America and who, you know, all these different people have different dreams, they have different goals, they have different times in their lives that they want or think they can retire or hope to retire. And what are they doing to work towards that with the market the way it is? Because let's face it, you need to make money. You need to let your money work for you. And if your money's not working for you because it's taking the downside, so what are your objectives, you know, beyond that, and is there a way to cope with that, and is there a way to master that? So we're going to talk a little bit about that tomorrow. Well,
4: that's a nice preview for tomorrow. Another exciting edition of Insurance News with Karen Sweet O'Neill, where I'll learn something that I didn't know and maybe save some money along the way yeah hopefully or make some money or make some that's what it's all about right making a little extra money or saving a little extra well money. if you Either want to
5: retire one. you got to pack it away you know it just gives you a little more security
4: yeah i i think i'm pretty far off the retirement track
5: currently. <laughs> it's interesting though because some of these people in their 40s james they're <clears throat> they're looking because covid changed the landscape of a lot of people's <clears throat> future it you know it just changed how they think about work, what they want to do, do they want to do a different career, and all of those things, and it all plays a part, you know, with financial security and can you do what you want to do?
4: Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the age-old question.
5: Mm-hmm. So if they'd like to get a hold of us, we are up on the parkway, 1708 Vestal Parkway East, and our phone number is 607-772-4898 or they can Google us at KSO Insurance. All our contact information comes up, or simply go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages, and we are taking appointment times in October for open enrollment, so get your appointment in.
4: Fantastic, Karen, thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking more about this tomorrow. Very good, James, you have a great day. You too. That's Karen Sweet O'Neal, giving us a little preview of what we're gonna be talking about tomorrow. At 720, so you're gonna to wanna to mark your calendar for that. It's 729, you're listening to WMBF. Before...
11: 730
4: on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update.
7: Entertainment news. Here's something you don't see all the time these days, TV ratings going up. We play an ugly game. First for the new Game of Thrones spin-off House of the Dragon, which set a record in its debut a week ago Sunday. This past Sunday, second episode was up 2% to 10.2 million viewers. And the VMA goes too! And Sunday night's MTV Video Music Awards also up over last year, a 3% gain in audience to 3.9 million viewers. Out today, Steve Carell is a psychotherapist taken hostage by a serial killer in The Therapist. successful
10: therapist. Therapy requires a safe environment without anything like fear hanging over every session.
7: Donald Gleason co-stars, two episodes out now on Hulu. You know Harry Styles setting a record with the single As It Was, which is number one again on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. It's fifth return to number one. No song has ever done that. And actress and producer Cameron Diaz is 50 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood.
6: You wash your hands.
0: This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 732. The forecast for today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high into the mid 80s. Supporters of a prominent Shiite, Iraqi Shiite cleric are firing rocket-propelled grenades into Iraq's green zone as machine gun fire crackled overhead, deepening the political chaos gripping the Mideast nation. Those backing influential cleric Mutada al-Sadr fired into the green zone today, where it appeared Iraqi security forces were firing back. The death toll rose to 22 Iraqis earlier today during unrest that had erupted the previous day. After the school shooting that claimed 19 students and two teachers in South Texas in May, elected leaders demanded an audit and security improvements on campuses across the state.
6: Some of the state's larger school districts have hired more security guards or bought new surveillance cameras. In Uvalde itself, says Superintendent Hal Harrell. This work is
0: running behind schedule. The uh, manufacturing of the doors and the frames, is back orders.
6: Although the district has upgraded door locks and installed new security cameras, and eight-foot perimeter fencing has been erected around Uvalde schools, the shooter on May 24th hopped a four-foot fence with his gun and entered Robb Elementary. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas.
1: WMBF First News Time 734. Broome County prosecutors are reporting two convicted drug felons are headed to New York State Prison. In the latest report from the Broome County District Attorney's Office on County Court Activity, 47-year-old Gregory Jackson of the Bronx has been sentenced to three years in state prison to be followed by two years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance. Authorities say Jackson admitted possessing cocaine and fentanyl that he intended to sell. Jackson was was arrested this past March by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force as they executed a search warrant on a vehicle being driven by Dre- Jackson in the village of Johnson City and found the cocaine and fentanyl in the vehicle. Meanwhile, prosecutors say 44-year-old Michael Carley of Johnson City and Anderson, South Carolina, pleaded guilty to felony drug possession in Broome County Court. Carly was arrested January 20th after Vestal Police conducted a traffic stop for a suspended registration. Authorities said that he took Carly into custody due to a warrant on an unrelated charge. And as they were placing him under arrest, they say they found one-eighth of an ounce of methamphetamine. The District Attorney's Office says Carly will be sentenced to two years in New York State prison, followed by two years post-release supervision in November. Pennsylvania State Police say a Tawanda man is accused of stealing thousands of dollars from a home and using the cash to buy a few necessities like a diamond ring and a vape pen. 23-year-old Damian Wells was arrested Friday and charged in the theft of $3,500 from a 22-year-old man's home. State police say that Wells allegedly only used a portion of the stolen money to buy some personal items. Officials say the cash that wasn't used to buy a cell phone, the diamond ring, and a tobacco vape was recovered and returned to the owner. The authorities say the theft allegedly happened around 12 a.m. on the 26th at a home on Chestnut Hills Lane in Tawanda Township in Bradford County. WMBF First News Time 736. Police say a teenager drowned in a lake in upstate New York in Sullivan County. And his sister and uncle are in critical condition after trying to save him. New York State police say 18-year-old Basir Amin of Queens was swimming in White Lake in Sullivan County at 2 p.m. on Sunday when he began to struggle. Police say the teen's 21-year-old sister, Nazrin Amin, and their 34-year-old uncle, Afrid Hadir, tried to help Basir, but All three went under the water. The three were pulled out by the Bethel Fire Department and taken to a hospital, but Basir Amin was pronounced dead. The other two are in critical condition. As Attorney General Joshua Shapiro went to court repeatedly to defend Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's administration against legal challenges to the pandemic-era mandates and shutdowns. Now, as he's running to succeed Wolf as governor of Pennsylvania, Shapiro says he's against some of the same COVID-19 containment measures that the fellow Democrat used to help manage the pandemic in In Pennsylvania, on the campaign trail, Shapiro's Republican opponent, Doug Mastriano, is making Wolf's COVID-19 policies and Shapiro's defense of them a source of derision. It is unusual, if not unprecedented, for a Democrat to go against some of the core issues that the governors that employed them used on issues. Well, some people who live, work, and shop in downtown Binghamton may have to find parking a little bit more difficult for several days because of the upcoming Luma Projection Arts Festival. The two lowest floors of the State Street parking garage, that's levels C and D, have been closed since last week. A sign at the ramp entrance now advises users that level B will soon be closing. The notice indicates that level will be closed as of Thursday. The Binghamton Garage will be the setting for Horizon by Playmodes Studio of Spain. Luma will be the setting for the United States debut of the show. This year's Luma event is being held September 9th and 10th at several locations downtown. All levels of the State Street Park and Garage are expected to be reopened by September twelfth. It's seven thirty-eight where news breaks first. News radio twelve ninety WMBFWMBF.com and ninety-two point one FM. Are you a
4: 739 on WMBF, you're listening to First News. Myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Now, I've been seeing a lot of stories that we wrote. Like We wrote this story like two weeks ago, and now I'm seeing it everywhere else that whipped cream is illegal to buy if oh, you're yeah. not over 21 yeah. years old.
1: I saw that. What,
4: what is the reason? It's, Why?
1: It's the compressed gases and stuff that people do stupid things. I remember a few years ago when we were, I think we were getting, like the long-nosed, like lighter things where that you you know long distance away. Yeah, I love
4: those because I never burn my thumb when I'm trying to light a candle.
1: Well, yeah, well we use them for like campfires and stuff like that. That we had to um, present identification to buy just a pack of, I I don't even know if it was one of the long ones or if it was just regular lighters that we were trying to purchase and uh, we had to to present ID and I said to the clerk at the store, I said so is the meth problem that bad down here? Yeah. (laughs) He said, yeah.
4: Yeah, well that, that makes sense. Makes sense.
1: I remember when you used to be able to buy allergy medicine over the counter without having to talk to the pharmacist about getting it behind them
4: yeah i was like, anytime i have to buy something that is 21 and over like sodas i don't even really get id anymore they say well when's your birthday i say okay well this is my birthday And say yeah you're good like, well, my well, husband okay, he's like, he's really
1: really old and he looks really really old and he we, we're still getting proofed.
4: oh apparently i look really old too because no one ever looks at me and be like, yeah, you could be a college student.
1: Now, we went to Tioga Downs last week, and uh, it said they had signs posted all over that anyone under the age of 40 would be proved.
4: Yeah, but I never it never happens to me. And that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I don't know. I look young enough to be like, all right, well... Yeah, I'm under the age of forty. I should probably get my ID checked, but people just look at me and they're like, "No, you're good." See, what, one you grocery tell me store your here will,
1: will prove anybody. I mean, you could be like, you know, know, with a walker and, you know, whatever.
4: It's just that's unnecessary. It's like yeah, I think, it's I, think I think we can ever. all agree here that we can trust whatever so and so says their birthday is. It seems pretty legit. Why would they lie about their birthday if they're in a walker? <laughs> yeah,
1: why would they possibly lie? Why has anyone ever like you know made a fake ID? Why?
4: Yeah, no no one would ever do that. No, no. one definitely no. no one that I knew in college. And or everybody high that
1: has all these great computer skills aren't using them to try to part people from their money over the telephone with scams. They're looking for a cure for cancer. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No no way that happens. But it's the thing, like you know, when you're twenty years old, you look twenty years old and then you know it's it's nice to have now one. there's
1: a lot of people that i know that that look very very young so
4: and that yeah they probably still get id'd but I, it's I, it offends me it offends me greatly when someone looks at me and be like yeah you're 21 like well how do you know i might just be a slightly older looking 20 year old why are you just assuming that i'm almost 30. <laughs> it hurts my feelings
1: did somebody just have a birthday <laughs> No, feeling a little sensitive about age, are we?
4: <laughs> no, but that, this has also been happening to me since I was like, I think I stopped getting ID'd when I was like 23 years old. And people are like, "Yeah, you're good." I was like, "What do you <laughs> no. mean I'm good? What when, do you mean?"
1: When you're when you're vertically t- challenged, like some of us, they automatically assume you're a child.
4: Oh uh, yeah, luckily I don't have that problem. I mean, I'm I'm the high shelf reacher. That's that's my thing.
1: Oh, and I, you're the people I, I seek out in grocery stores. Go up to complete strangers. Yeah. And, and my husband, he also is not you know on a basketball team by any stretch of the imagination, and he gets so embarrassed when I go up to strangers, and go, "Can you excuse me? Could you get that off the top shelf for me?" Yeah.
4: Well, that's like the, that's the unwritten code of being a tall person. They're like, "Yeah, I know." That when I go grocery shopping, like somebody will ask me to help them, and well, I just—I've accepted. Do you really
1: it. want me climbing on the shelves? I don't think so.
4: I think it would be a funny visual. I think that would be a yeah. good story. To
1: I have. have climbed shelves before, but I don't do that. Yeah, I just find tall people and look pathetic.
4: Honestly, I was—I don't even really feel that tall when I'm around my family either, because they're my brother's shorter than me. Thankfully, See, I don't have to, to deal me, with that. You
1: don't—you don't seem tall to me, because Roger Neal is very tall. He is tall. And two morning men in a row that I worked with were over six foot six.
4: Yeah. Well, and that's I'm my five cousins. Foot nothing. I got two cousins that are younger than me. One of them is uh, he's six five six six, and the other one is still growing. He's only 17 years old. He's already six six, And I look at him, and he, like, towers over me. I'm like, How, when did this happen? This was the day he got taller than me was, like, the worst day of I, my young I, existence. I,
1: I don't even think about it. I mean, it just doesn't even occur to me that I'm... Short. I mean, I just don't. It doesn't occur to me. I don't. When I would walk down the the street with this former co-host friend of mine, people would actually stop and point at us. And I'm going, "What the heck but is look their at the problem?" Difference. And then all of a sudden, I realize we're a sight gag because he's like six eight and I'm five nothing. Yeah.
4: Well, it's the curse of being tall. I never get ID'd. People just assume I'm old. I don't know I why. I get ignored height has a lot. Old.
1: I mean, I can be standing in line and have somebody. You know, like at a bank teller or something, to have the teller go to somebody down the line when I've been standing there longer. And I think it's I. I can only yeah. say it might be because I'm short. I
4: don't know. I had a little kid gawk at me in Target, like a like a three or four year old kid was just like staring up, like she was staring at the clouds. And the, her mom goes, "Oh wow, like that guy's really tall, huh?" And I go, "Why are you objectifying my height? I don't care for it. It's weird." No, you just growl animal noises and
1: watch them run. It's yeah. Fun.
4: No, I was nice to the kid. I'm nice to children. Children (laughs) children annoy me, but I'm still nice to them. Okay. 7.45, you're listening to WMBF.
12: This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live.
2: Learn more at stop Tech, stoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. News
3: Radio 1290, WMBF. 747
4: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton is now reopened to traffic after undergoing joint repairs. The Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will be closed for approximately 60 days. Enclosure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. A variable message sign will be will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and assign detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Village crews will be milling two inches of asphalt on Columbia Drive from Deo Hill Road west to the intersection of Rose Lane and on Fairview Street from Reynolds Road to the intersection of Columbia Drive. Traffic will be allowed, but expect timely delays with traffic control. If they can't start or complete the milling operations today because of the weather, the operation will be pushed to tomorrow. Also in Johnson City, weather permitting, Wren Street between ZoA Avenue and the Dead End is scheduled for milling operations beginning at 6 a.m. tomorrow. All residents need to have vehicles removed from the street by no later than 6 a.m. tomorrow, so please plan your routes accordingly when traveling on these roads. Residents will not have access to their driveways during milling operations. They will be allowed to park on the street and will have driveway access restored tomorrow after milling operations are completed at approximately 3 p.m. In Susquehanna County, there's a lane restriction on Interstate 81 southbound beginning at mile marker 206 to perform bridge safety inspections. That'll run through tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. daily. There will also be lane restrictions on 81 north and southbound between exits 194 in Lackawanna County and 206 in Susquehanna County to perform pothole patching. That work will run through Thursday between 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. daily. And we'll also have imminent road closures on 81 north and southbound, State Route 115 and State Route 309 in Lackawanna and Luzerne counties between 1.30 p.m. and 6.00 p.m. today. Those closures are as follows. I-81 southbound between exit 180 and exit 170. I-81 northbound between exit 168 and exit 180. State Route 115 North, and North Cross Valley Expressway North, State Route 309 North from Wildflower Drive to Exit 4 at Rudder Avenue, and North Cross Valley Expressway South, State Route 309 South from Exit 540 Fort to I-81. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Eddy and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The highway division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right of way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 70 degrees, maybe a few clouds out there. 90% humidity and a dew point of 67 degrees, so it feels pretty muggy. Today showers and thunderstorms likely, then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 5pm a high near 79 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour as well, an 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms before midnight, then a chance of showers between midnight and 1 a.m., low near 60 degrees, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 74. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 54. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 69. Thursday night, clear with a low near 48 degrees. It's 7.50. You're listening to WMBF. Don't miss the
10: Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood.
1: A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. (laughs)
3: To speak out.
10: To be myself.
3: Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids.
11: It's not about good homes. Or bad homes. It's not a normal
3: part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Or walk to my locker. (laughs) Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org.
9: Bullying.org.
3: Where you're not alone.
9: Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. 7.52
4: on WMBF, now it's time for ABC's Tech Trends.
9: From ABC News, Tech Trends. Modern facial recognition programs increasingly being used to detect emotions. They're used in everything from customer service to threat detection, but research finds it may not work the same for everyone. Lauren Rue is an assistant professor at the University of Maryland. Her research finds common emotion detection programs from companies including Amazon and Face Plus Plus can display racial bias. When
12: I tried to control for smiling, right, or control for the degree emotion, I found that African Americans were fairly consistently attributed with more negative emotions, whether it's anger or contempt.
9: She says that likely stems from how the programs are trained to recognize different emotions.
12: It's really difficult to disentangle the models from the data on which they're trained, and that's why it's so important to think critically about the diversity of the data.
9: With Tech Trends, I'm Andy Field, ABC News. News Radio
4: 1290 WMBF 7.54 on WMBF, time for a check on sports. Aaron Judge hit his 50th home run of the season, but Shohei Otani also went deep during their MVP showdown and the Los Angeles Angels held off the slumping New York Yankees 4-3. The top two candidates for AL MVP both delivered before a sellout crowd that included plenty of Yankee fans. Otani broke a 2-all tie in the fifth inning with his 29th homer, a two-run drive to right center. And Judge connected in the eighth for a 434-foot shot off reliever Ryan Tapera that made it a 4-3 game. And the Yankees didn't score anymore after that. With his parents in the stands, the California-born slugger became one of 10 players in Major League history with multiple 50-homer seasons. Judge smashed 52 long balls as a rookie in 2017. The Yankees will take on the Angels again tonight at 9:38. Yankees now 78 and 51, the Angels 56 and 73. Going for the Yankees, Jameson Tyone, a 12 and 4 record, 3.89 ERA, and for the Angels, Mike Mayers, a one 1-0 record, 4.46 ERA. No game for the Mets last night. They'll kick off a three-game home series against the Los Angeles Dodgers tonight at 7-10. Going for the Dodgers, Andrew Heaney, a 2-1 record, 194 ERA. For the Mets, Taiwan Walker, a 10-3 record, 338 ERA. So a matchup between the two top teams in the National League, two of the best teams in Major League Baseball. No game for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies last night either. They're back in action tonight at Mirabado Stadium at 6-35. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame at 6.20 with Jacob Wilkins. i will be facing off against the Somerset Patriots, sitting at 73-46, and 46, the Rumble Ponies at 48-71. and 71. And the Patriots, the AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. So we get a cool matchup between two top shortstop prospects, Ronnie Mauricio for the Rumble Ponies and Anthony Volpe for the Somerset Patriots. So something to keep an eye on this week as that series unfolds other sports stories, Serena Williams has won her match in the first round of the U.S. Open. Williams defeated Donka Kovinic 6-3 and 6-3 under the lights in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Williams is a 23-time Grand Slam champion who turns 41 next month and has said she is ready to move on from her playing days. After her victory last night, Williams said she has been intentionally vague about whether the U.S. Open will be her last tournament and wants to keep it that way. She'll play again tomorrow in the second round of singles against the number 2 seed, Annette Contivate, And San Diego State football coach Brady Hoke says he didn't know star punter Matt Areza, now with the Buffalo Bills, had been accused of participating in the gang rape of a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party in October until a civil lawsuit was filed last week. The school administration delayed a campus-led inquiry into the alleged gang rape at the request of the San Diego Police Department. Hoke's boss, athletic director John David Wicker, defended that decision. Wicker initially read a prepared statement and then walked out of a news conference when asked repeatedly about the alleged rape, but after several minutes, he returned and took questions. St. Louis Cardinals slugger Albert Pujols has tagged his major league record 450th different pitcher for a home run, connecting off Cincinnati left-hander Ross Detweiler. Poolholes hit his 694th home run overall and broke Barry Bonds' mark for most pitchers as long-ball victims. Bonds leads the all-time home run list with 762, followed by Hank Aaron at 755, Babe Ruth at 714, and Alex Rodriguez at 696. The 42-year-old Poolholes lined a two-run opposite field drive to right field off Detweiler in the third inning at Great American Ballpark. Pujols's fifteenth homer gave the NL Central-leading Cardinals an eight-nothing lead. It's seven fifty-eight. You're listening to WMBF. Try.
11: Hey, sweetie, what's going on?
0: Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job.
11: Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you
2: start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM. W221 EJ Binghamton. A Town Square media station.
3: News Radio twelve.
4: Closing out our number two of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. We got one more hour to go this morning before we pass it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about some local issues, maybe some state issues or national issues. But coming up next, we'll have ABC News.